It's back. Episode 4, Sports with Maverick, coming up next. Got a lineup that's going to blow your mind holes. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Sports with Maverick coming to you live from Freddy, New Brunswick. Uh, today is the 14th of April, 2018, uh, the week of uh, April 8th. Uh, you know, uh, before I start this uh, podcast, I just need to take a minute to talk about the humble Broncos uh, with uh, the recent uh, bus crash that happened a week ago. In that light of 16 people have passed away from the crash, uh, the youngest being only 16 years old. Um, and, you know, 10 people are still in hospital, two, peop- two are still in critical condition um you know it's you never really picture something like this happening you never really want to see it pop up in the news it's it's just it's i'm lost for words when it comes to it because you know when you're on a sports team uh just like them like they were junior a uh, hockey club, you know, they're always, they're always together, and, you know, those bus r- rides, you know, as a team, you know, it's your comfort spot, it's your place to relax with the boys, you know, joke around, uh, and have some fun, you know, before that next game, and, you know, they were heading off to their, um, semi-final, uh, playoff series, game three, I believe, in Nibble, uh, Saskatchewan, You know, um, with the with this recent accident, you know, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of support, uh, not only in Canada but in the U.S. as well. And with the every team, you know, trying to contribute something, uh, try to give them like you know just words, just like just little things, uh, just like how it's been. We've uh, have a lot of people have started putting uh, hockey sticks outside just in a support. And if you do have a if you do have a hockey stick and you may not have like a place to put your sticks outside, or if you're living in an apartment, you know, if you have a window, just you know, put your stick right beside that window. Uh, you know, I've <laughs> I've have balcony here so I took one of my hockey sticks and I wrote on the tape uh, with the boys and for the boys uh, just something that we always used to say in high school as a group you know for the boys uh, and that's what it is everyone's with the boys right now and we're all thinking about the community and humbled uh, it, it was such a from just hearing news stories and Hearing uh, people from the community, it was, they were a big, big deal. Like, you know, for those small town communities, uh, it's uh, it's their entertainment. It's their, uh, it's a way for the community to bind together. It's, uh, you know, everyone was so proud of what they were doing. And, and you know, they're little kids would they're looking up to them right so i just want to send my love my support 
uh, not only me, but every, uh, everyone in Canada, um, we're thinking about you humbled, uh, if there's, you know, um, just a little bit more information about, uh, humbled, you know, the, the GoFundMe page, uh, just, uh, was created about a week ago and it reached, it, it's reached over $10 million, uh, which is the biggest GoFundMe page, uh, donations, uh, in Canadian history, uh, since it's been a part, uh, since it happened. Uh, also, uh, April 12th was, uh, reconciled, uh, recognized as, uh, you know, Jersey Day, where, uh, you know, in support of the Broncos, uh, uh, kids and adults and everyone wore jerseys and I've seen a lot of Instagram posts with it. Um, it's really something how uh, everyone in Canada almost is like coming together uh, to support the families. Just and I couldn't imagine going through something like that. Uh, it's a heartbreaking thing. And, but we're here, we know, uh, and we hope that uh, all the families are, will be okay. And and I want to give a shout out to the first responders that were uh, able to get to the scene right away as quick as possible, uh, taking care of the survivors, uh, making sure they got to the hospital. Um, you know, and those first responders, you know, they, the sights and that they had to see and uh, it's going to be in their mind for, for a long time. And, you know, they're probably going to need to talk to people about it and, you know, which hashtag bell, let's talk, uh, you know, from hearing uh, Jay and Dan's podcast, I, uh, they have a really good program and even, uh, Dan suggested that uh, Bell uh, donate some of their uh, hours of talking, like uh, employees' hours to to the first responders and families that are going through this difficult situation out in Saskatchewan and in hum Humboldt. Uh, I saw a tweet from Carlson just uh, the other day and said, um, I hope you boys are playing with my boy up up there, uh, hashtag humble strong, uh, and you know, it's just, I'm lost for words when it comes to this, uh, I don't, no one, <sighs> our hearts are with, uh, Humboldt Broncos, uh, I'm trying to take our minds off that though, we got some playoff hockey going on here now. Uh, I'm going to start out with the Columbus versus Washington series. Uh, personally, uh, I'm going to go with the Columbus with this one. Uh, I think I just, you know, screw Washington at this point. If they can't get past the second round, they're, they're not going to get past Pittsburgh. Like, But, you know, it could be the their year, but with a little bit of goaltending controversy going on there... Uh, it's going to be a little bit lopsided, but, you know, they had their first game a few nights ago. Uh, Columbus ended up winning that in overtime, and, you know, it started out good for Washington, you know. Uh, they got a five, uh, Columbus got a five-minute major, and Kuznetsov uh, 
Calculot, uh, you know, he uh, scored twice uh, within a few minutes on the power play. But uh, in the second period, you know, uh, Columbus turned on the wheels and scored, uh, made it 1-2 to two by uh, Alexander uh, Winberg. And in the third period, uh, Columbus scored a power play goal, which tied the game up. But then, uh, you know, Smith Kelly from the Washington Caps, you know, he uh, snuck it in past uh, Probrovsky to make it a 3-2 game. You know, and then a weak call, you know, on uh, defensemen. On the defensemen uh, of uh, Columbus, uh, Seth Jones, uh, which he calculized, calculized uh, blah, 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 on uh, the power play goal, making it a three three game, sending it to overtime. And you know, the I was on the phone with uh, one of my buddies, and I said, "Well, I'm gonna let you go. Call me when, uh, call me back when uh, when the winner, whoever wins." It wasn't even ten seconds later. He called me back. Fuck. I was just like, see, you talk too quick, man. You talk too quick. Uh, Panarin ended up going down on the left-hand side and sniping it past uh, Washington's Tendy go glove side. It was a nice goal, you know. It was good OT. It wasn't a really, it wasn't one of those uh, dirty uh, playoff goals. It was a nice uh, selected shot where he just, you know, he hit the right spot, just went by the goalie. But I was looking at some of the other stats in this game. You know, Columbus had 27 shots. They were 2-for-4 on their power plays. Uh, they won the face-off face uh, that game with 55% of the face-off wins. Uh, they were hitting hard. They had 30 hits. You know, that's hit every two minutes. And, you know, they had some boys getting up in there, getting some block shots. You know, 20 block shots. That's, a, that's quite a bit. Yeah. But if we look over at Washington's here, we got a 30 shots from them. They are 2 for 6 on the power play, 45% uh, on the face-offs, uh, tw 25 hits and 22 block shots. Uh, it was a it's good game, you know, good first, uh, good first uh, playoff uh, game between the two. You know, Columbus stole one at home, so they have home ice advantage now. Uh, Washington really needs this next game, though. Uh, Otherwise, they're going to be in a be in a hole, and they don't really want to climb back from that. Uh, but back to uh, we're going to go to uh, the New Jersey versus uh, Tampa Bay series here now. Uh, New Jersey just snuck into the playoffs here, and the Lightning's uh, just were dominant in the Atlantic Division this year, with uh, coming up with being uh, first. So if we look over the game plan here, uh, the first period, you know, Tampa Bay came out strong. And, you know, a lot of people are saying Tampa Bay is going to win this year. But, you know, I'm going for New Jersey. You know, screw Tampa. You know, New, Jer New Jersey deserves this. I'm going all New Jersey. Let's go Taylor Hall, man. So, you know, first game, uh, first period, Palat scores with five minutes. Five minutes left in the period. And then, uh, you know, a few minutes later, Tyler Tyler Johnson, with 29 seconds left, uh, made it a 2-0 game for Tampa Bay. Uh, 
Second period comes along. Gordon uh, scores to make it a three nothing game for Tampa Bay. Mm. You know, in the hole, you know, three zero first game. You know, they're at home, but you know, New Jersey just needs to get a little a bit of steam off their chest. You know, they're they just made it into the playoffs. They've been grinding for that playoff spot for the last ten games of the season. But you know, uh, we all know Taylor Hall was a. Uh, he hasn't played in a playoff game yet, and well, anyways, he played in the first one the other night and came out with a point, got a goal, uh, making the game a three-one, three-one game. And Travis Zajac in the third period on the power play, he uh, was able to get a tip off there by uh, Taylor Hall, uh, closing the gap to three-two. But from there on out, you know, Tampa Bay controlled the game. Uh, Alex Killhorn uh, made it a 4-2 game, and then Kucherov um, got the empty net goal to make it 5-2. Uh, you know, just looking at some of the stats from this game, too, we can see, uh, you know, it was an evenly matched game. You know, Tampa Bay, 32 shots, New Jersey, 31. Uh, Tampa Bay was 1-for-1 one one on their power plays. New Jersey was 1-for-2. Tampa Bay had 35 hits, and New Jersey had 36. And Tampa Bay had 15 blocked shots, and New Jersey had 16. So from the first two matchups that we're looking at here, you know, it's high-hitting games, you know. 25 hits for Washington, 30 hits. It's almost like a game of NHL 18 here. And, you know, I I haven't I didn't really watch these two games. You know, Columbus game, I was able to get a sneak peek when I, because I was watching the the Boston and Toronto game, which I'll discuss in a few minutes, but, you know, I was able to catch, like, the last 10 minutes of uh, the second and third period from, uh, of the Columbus game, and it seemed like Washington, like, you know, they had control of the game, but it just, they just slowed down, and Columbus just took advantage of it, uh, and, you know, with the five-minute major at the beginning of the first period, uh, Washington, uh, scored twice on it, so, you know, that was a big advantage for Washington, but they just couldn't hold on to it. They just need to start, they just need to play 60 minutes. They can't slow down. They just need to start playing more more aggressive, start hitting more, even though they already have 25 hits and 22 block shots, you know. Uh, you know, two for six on the power play, you know, you want to try and get at least 50% on your power plays because, you know, every shot, every power play matters in the playoffs. But we're going to sneak on by and we're going to go to the next matchup here. Toronto versus Boston. Now, watching this game was just a delight for me because, you know, as a Habs fan, well, like, as a Habs fan, I'm like, I don't want either of these teams to win. But, like, just seeing the Maple Leafs just get shit pumped by the Bruins in game one was just like a story. It's just like a storybook, like making just a bunch of Canadians happy. Uh, just to catch you over, like in the first period of Brad Marchand, he was able to sneak by the defense and backhand it, glove side on Anderson. And then a few minutes later, Zach Hyman outskated uh, the rookie and uh, snuck it in on the short side to, on uh, Duka Rask. But in the second period, Backus uh, with only 50, with 15.43 in the period, uh, 
managed to uh, pick up the garbage in front of the net and just outworked the defenseman in front and snuck it past Anderson. And Pasternak had a beam from the fucking point. Just ding! You just hear it going. In the third period, that's where it really took off, you know. Boston just outworked the Leafs. It was just... They were outworking them, outgrinding. And all the physicality that was going on in the game, too. Uh, just Toronto just couldn't keep up with them, you know. So Sean Curley, he uh, ended up getting a second chance, you know. Anderson made a great save on from the first initial shot, but he was laying right down and the puck was in the air and he, Sean just waited until it got lower, uh, got below the uh, crossbar and he batted it right out of the air and Still ran over Anderson, but they uh, checked in, clean goal. And then just to make a bit of rivalry even sweeter, Krejci just was in behind the net uh, towards the corner behind the goalie li goal line and snuck it right past Anderson. I don't know how, but but in this game, you know, uh, Toronto had 27 shots, took a rask with 26 saves. Uh, Toronto was only... They didn't have. They had three power plays. Didn't uh, calculate. Didn't uh, get anything out of it. They need to start working on their power plays a little bit more. But Mike Babcock's probably just pissed. And including, uh, we got a a cadre. He, uh, you know, he was playing dirty this game, and you know, he was just uh, Wingles. He just absolutely destroyed Wingles. He was uh, vulnerable, and, you know, he took a run right at him on the boards, and I, I talked to people about it. Some people said it was a – he didn't mean to go in, but, like, the way that uh, the game was going and an initial penalty beforehand, you know, he he meant every little bit of that hit, in my opinion. Bruins, on the other hand, they had 40 shots. You know, Anderson had 35 saves against it. Uh, they were 50% on their power plays, 3 for 6. Uh, you know, that's what is going to win your games right there. And just checking out the other stats of this game, you know, Maple Leafs had 23 penalty minutes. Like, you can't have 23 penalty minutes if you're wanting to win these games against especially the top teams like the Bruins. Like, going on, they went on a killer run. That You know, they were almost, they almost snuck into that first uh, spot in the Atlantic Division. They could have been playing New Jersey right now, but Leafs ended up out hitting Bruins, 42 hits to 37. Uh, not as many block shots compared to the last two games we looked over with the fifth, with Maple Leafs with 15 block shots and Bruins with eight. You know, in the turnovers, uh, giveaways, Maple Leafs had 11 giveaways, Bruins had seven. Uh, it was just, you know... I just love seeing Maple Leafs just lose, you know. Uh, to but if I were to, uh, you know, as a Canadian though, I'd like to see a Canadian team move on. So, and I don't really like Boston, because you know it's Boston. So either way, whichever team moves on deserves to move on in this in this uh, series. But I'd prefer if Toronto went forward with this win. But the next matchup we're gonna look at is the Philly versus. Pittsburgh series.
series. And if uh, any of you guys are watching, uh, they're going. They played their second game last night in Philly. Just ran over Pittsburgh after uh, Pittsburgh ran over them in Game One. Uh, if you didn't see it, it was a seven nothing game. Crosby with the natural hattie, third playoff hat trick of his career. Uh, in the first game, you know, Brian Rustard opened up the scoring only two minutes and 38 seconds in. And then Carl Hagelin just had to started sharing off with scoring another one uh, 10 minutes and 7 seconds in. And then Malkin came in at the 14.09 minute mark and scored another one, making it 3 nothing in the first period. And then it just piled on from there. You know, Crosby didn't get his first goal until... Nine minutes and nine minutes into into the second period, but Crosby just batted it out of the air in that first game. Checking over the shots on goal, you know, Flyers in the first game they had twenty four shots. Pittsburgh had thirty three. Flyers were zero for four on their power plays. Uh, Pittsburgh was one for four. Uh, Flyers out hit them thirty nine twenty seven. And Pittsburgh had 24 blocks over Flyers, 13 blocks. But, uh, you know, in that second game against, uh, in that second game, I was able to watch a little bit of it last night. And, you know, Pittsburgh was running all over the place. Uh, they didn't really seem to have the same in, uh, Aggressive play style compared to that first game, but uh, but Hornquist he was uh, he had sixteen penalty minutes that game. They like, can't be you can't be going around getting that kind of those kind of penalty minutes like You know, and he got called for embellishment as well. Man, when he got he got cross checked, yes, but when he went to the boards, his head just knocked right back. Like it was, you could see it was intentional. Gossip Bear opened up the scoring in the first period. Sean Couturier, Bathers boy. You know, uh, they were saying a little bit of stats on for Sean Couturier. Couturier. Um, how Friday the thirteenth uh, in April has just been his, uh, been his time because he has the last time he played in the playoffs it would have been I believe it said twenty thirteen, and April, April thirteenth Friday the thirteenth he got three points and tonight he got another three points yesterday. Patrick Nolan also the rookie for the. For the boys, he got his first playoff goal. Just snuck it past uh, uh, Murray there. Uh, Murray had no chance. You know, pass cross crease, open net for him. Just sweet little goal. And then Patrick Hornquist also got, uh, you know, just try to fire the mop in the third period, but it was too late by then. And Andrew McDonald just put the bullet right into him, uh, scoring it all the way down from his end, getting the empty net goal. But like a story that I, you know, I just gotta add a story in here. Just 
to let you know what's going on. Uh, I had to go to Canadian Tire today. And so I was in Canadian Tire for about like an hour or so. And I was just sitting in the waiting room and I was just on my phone playing around. And this old elderly lady comes in and she sits down and she's eating her Timmy's. And she looks at me and she's like, you watching TV? I was like, no, you can go right for it. And she was like, I don't want to watch this. We need to watch something else. So she was just like, do they have J's and 30? And I was just like, okay, let's see where this goes. So anyways, wasn't able to get it on. The place only had one channel. Couldn't change the channel. Couldn't find another remote. So that's the one thing I didn't like about Canadian Tire that day. But this girl, she started talking about the Blue Jay. She knew the D, who was on the DL. And had all these different kind of stats. She gave me some nice opinions about Jose Batista. How they didn't treat him right in her opinion. And she also went on to talk about how uh, every year she goes down to Florida during the spring season, watches a few games down there, comes back, and later in the year she flies back up to Toronto and watches a few more games up there. And I'm like, holy jeez, lady, like, jump. So we were able to get along quite well over talk, just talking about baseball, you know, just... I told her about my experiences at uh, Fenway Park, uh, you know, Yankee Stadium, and I at Olympic Stadium too when uh, you know the Blue Jays did uh, their uh, preseason games there uh, back in 2016, uh, and they should continue to do it because that building is uh, absolutely beautiful, amazing. Uh, just the architecture in that building is, in my opinion crazy to see just like you you just feel the history that has happened inside of that building uh especially since the expos left that stadium but we gotta move on here we gotta move on to the western conference matchups here because winnipeg oh boys the winnipeg boys man their first game uh that was the first game I watched this year, the playoffs. And, man, it just hyped me up. Like, Bufflin just hammered some poor kid. Like, he got hammered. But in the end of the first period of that first game, there was no scoring until Mark Trifley uh, opened her up with uh, with only three minutes left in the second. Uh, you know, Matt Collin came down in the third period, uh, tied it up, and then Zach Parise ended up getting the lead on them. But with uh, Patrick Laine's debut in the playoffs, first debut, he was able to show the whiteout what was really going on. Got that one T. Had the one T snipe. And Joe Morrow. What? No. No way. I didn't know that. What the hell? What's going on here, boys? But yeah, it was a high-scoring game. It was not a high-scoring game, but a high shot. Like, the Jets had 40 shots on net. Wild only had 20. Uh, Jets were 50% on their power plays, one for two. Uh, Jets didn't... Uh, only had one play, power play opportunity and didn't calculate it, didn't uh, hit it up. But the hits in this game, 39-31. to 31. Like, this is some physical hockey going on, boys. You just gotta... They're just grinding out there. 22 block shots from the Wild, 16 from the Jets. 
Winnipeg is up in the series now, though. They're 2-0 after last night's performance, uh, getting the 4-1 win against Minnesota. But we're going to put our attention now on Nashville's series against Colorado. You know, Nashville's the President's Cup trophy winners, and Colorado just sneaked in there to the wild card spot. Uh, in the first first game, you know, it seemed like it was going all right for them. Like, after the first period, Colorado was up one nothing. But and then the second period came along, and that's where. Well, the second period, I guess. No, it was pretty evenly matched up there too. You know, uh, you know, Nashville came up. Austin Watson scored in the sec in the second. Then Colorado answered back, scoring a few minutes later, and Craig Smith. Uh, at the 8.50 minute mark of the second period, uh, tied it back up at 2-2. In the third period, that's where uh, the the Predators really broke down Colorado's uh, defense and just the entire lineup, you know. They out-hit them 36-24 that game, out-shot 31-27. Uh, their predators were one for two on their power play, while the Avalanche were only uh, didn't uh, score at all on their power plays. They had three opportunities to do so. But in this series, though, I'm gonna have like you know for a prediction, you know, obviously predators are gonna take it. it just depends on how many games it's gonna take. Uh, I'd like to say four or five games for the predators. Uh, you know, I knew Nathan McKinnon and Nathan McKinnon, uh, Landeskov are good players. And but if you look at Nashville's lineup, Turris, Forsberg, Fisher, Benino, uh, Hartman, Watson, Johansson, Ellis, Emelin, PK Subban, and Pecorine, just you know that's. A pretty killer lineup compared to, you know, Jonathan Bernier's their goalie, uh, which he's doing very well. Like, he's doing good for that team. You know, it's it's all, when it comes down to it, it's uh, playoffs. Are you going to be able to handle all the, the, the physicality for 60 minutes? Are you going to be able to mentally keep your head in the game and try and get those plays that you need? <clears throat> So is that Nashville? They play tonight again against Colorado. Uh, let's look at the Vegas and now. Personally, I'm gonna say Vegas is gonna move on to the next round. Some people say that they're not, but you know, I've I've you know bandwagon this shit. Uh, Vegas came up one nothing their first game against against the. Kings at home, which was nice. But I was watching the game last night, and holy double OT, boys. It was just back and forth, and you could tell that the players were getting tired, you know. Uh, for example, the Kings had 80 hits. Holy shit. Golden Knights had 56 hits. And five periods. In five periods. So if we look at some of the time, like how how many minutes these players were taking, Kobotar almost played forty minutes last night. Martinez and Fantenberg they played forty. Martinez played forty four minutes. 
that's a lot of ice time. They're they were dead. But if we look over at the the Knights uh, lineup, you know their top player William Carlson. He played thirty five minutes. Uh, their defense, uh, you know, it's pretty evenly distributed. Their t their uh, time on the ice, you know, uh, it seemed like what well, uh, it seemed as if uh, the Kings just shortened their bench maybe a little bit too early, you know. Like, they were able to keep up with Vegas that entire game. Uh, Golden Knights only, they scored their first goal in the first period, and then the Kings scored in the second, nothing in the third in the first overtime. It was a... The shot that won the game just snuck by quick, though. You had to give it to them. It was an all-around good game. But I'm going to say the Knights are going to take this in either six or five games. Uh, you know, I just feel like it's going to happen. You know, you just got to embrace it. But Alex Touch got the goal for Vegas and Paul Ledoux. Um, actually, his first playoff uh, performance uh, for the LA Kings. And Eric Holland, Holla scored the OT winner. From uh, Neil and Theodore. We're going to find our last matchup here. It's a San Jose versus Anaheim. Uh, I personally didn't watch this game. Uh, you know. Just look here. Three. The Sharks scored all three of their goals in the second period. But who scored them? Oh, Kane. Kane got two goals out of that. You know, he just got picked up there at the trade deadline from uh, Buffalo. And Brett Burns got their a goal as well. Evander Kane, first first goal. Evander Kane, second goal. Brett Burns got that third goal. You know, Ducks out hit him 41-22. And, I, like, in this, I've always talked about the hitting. Uh, so far throughout this podcast, and I like I, it's good seeing that physicality back up. You know, Sharks went one for six on the power plays, which is, you know, they scored, but you know, if you have six power plays, you want to at least try and get fifty percent. You know, you got to take those opportunities and score. And the Ducks they had three power plays and didn't uh, get anything, so they need to try and work on their power play, make sure that they're able to get at least one in the game, but, you know, with the league being very, uh, well, they're all familiar with how their play styles are throughout the 82-game season. Uh, Sharks ended up getting uh, 34 shots on net. The Ducks had 25. But I have to say, you know, out of the predictions of all these teams uh, in the first round, I'm going to have to say, uh, you know, I'm going with New Jersey on versus Tampa Bay. I want to go with Toronto. But, you know, Bruins, they're a good team. we got to watch out for them. So I'd say the match, I'd want the New Jersey New Jersey to move on, Toronto to move on. I'm going to say Columbus is going to move on. Pittsburgh is going to move on in the series against Philly. Uh, Nashville is going to move on against Colorado. I'm going to go with the Winnipeg. Got to go with the Winnipeg boys. They're up 2-0 in their series. Uh, Vegas going to go with them. 
They're up 2-0 in their series. And then I'm going to go with, uh, for the Anaheim San Jose, I really don't know what to go for. Like, you know, San Jose made it to the cup final a few years back against Pittsburgh and ended up losing. And then I might, I'll go, I'm going to go with the Sharks on that one. I'm going to go with the Sharks on that one. Anyways, guys, you guys have been an awesome crew. I'd like to give a shout-out to Chris Pelkey. I'd like to give a shout-out to Kyle Tompkins. And i also give a shout-out to good old Gus Bone. Uh, you know, boys I've, I've known most of my life there uh, support me for doing this podcast. And whatever you guys do, you guys are going to be fucking awesome. I already know that. Oh, by the way, boys, you gotta go follow uh, Galaxy Live on Twitch. You gotta go follow Galaxy. Good uh, Fortnite player. Uh, he has some good snipes on Instagram. Go make sure, check out some of his clips. Uh, anyways, boys, I'm gonna peace out here now. Anyways, keep your sticks on the ice. Be happy.